Donald Trump's business empire is in jeopardy after a judge ruled he committed fraud by inflating the value of his assets. Now Trump's lawyers are pushing for answers in court about whether the former president could lose some of his most prized properties, including the famous Trump Tower. CNN's Bryn Gingras is following the story for us. So walk us through these new developments, Bryn. Yeah, Pam, so there was a ruling today, yesterday, and then there was a court appearance or a pre-trial pre matter, rather, that happened today. But yesterday's really, really wasn't that surprising. It actually was surprising. To, and it's really fair to say that no one expected at this juncture for the judge to order that some of Trump's New York entities be dissolved. So right now... At today in court, there's really a lot of questions about, uh, you know, what is going to happen. Trump's attorneys especially want to know what this is going to look at. And they said that they want more time to figure that all out. And that's as the judge said that the civil trial, which is expected to get started next week, is going to discuss more of Trump's financials and could possibly end with him losing some of his fortune that will begin on time. The Trump empire. You're fired. Which Americans binged in the hit show, The Apprentice. I've been successful in every business I've been in. Helped catapult Donald Trump to political stardom. Congratulations, Mr. President. And the presidency may not be all it seemed. According to a ruling by a New York judge Tuesday, Donald Trump committed fraud for years. The ruling largely siding with New York Attorney General Letitia James. Donald Trump falsely inflated his net worth by billions of dollars to unjustly enrich himself and to cheat the system, thereby cheating all of us. She brought a civil lawsuit against Trump, his sons, and the Trump Organization in 2022. The judge finding they inflated the value of Trump properties, golf courses, hotels, and homes to secure loans, ultimately building their fortune. Take the Trump triplex apartment in New York City. The former president noted in financial statements that it's three times bigger in size than it actually is, creating an overvaluation up to $207 million, according to the judge. Mar-a-Lago found to be inflated by more than half a billion dollars. A discrepancy of this order of magnified by a real estate developer sizing up his own living space of decades can only be considered fraud, the judge wrote, adding the Trumps are living in a fantasy world not the real world. It is a sledgehammer to Trump and the entire organization in New York. And now Trump's New York empire will likely shrink. The judge canceling the Trump organization's business certification and assigning an independent party to dissolve entities like the tower at 40 Wall Street in New York City and a family compound in Westchester County. How that process will play out is still being determined by the court and could take some time. He is in a world of hurt on the business side, stronger so far than anything that's happened on the criminal side. Trump lashed out on Truth Social, saying it is a great company that has been slandered and maligned by this politically motivated witch hunt. He's appealing the ruling. For James, it's a win on one claim of several filed in the suit, paving the way for the Trumps to possibly owe the state big bucks. Now, Pam, there could be a slight hiccup in the start of that civil trial next week, and that is an appeal that is currently in front of the court, and we are actually expecting a ruling sometime this week. Pam? All right, Bryn Gingras, thank you so much. Let's get into the serious implications for Trump with our legal and our political experts. Norm Eisen, I want to start with you. Uh, on this breaking news, just coming into the Situation Room, what do you make of Judge Chutkin's ruling not recusing herself? You also know her very well, we should note. Um, 
It's the correct ruling as a matter of law, Pam. A, a judge only has to step, step aside if a reasonable person uh, would question her impartiality. Here, the comments that Donald Trump and his lawyers pointed to that supposedly gave rise uh, to the conflict were routine responses to uh, sentencing issues in January 6 cases mentioning Trump. There was no basis to recuse. Her ruling is right on. You know, we heard Evan laid this out, Joey. It was a long shot attempt by Trump in the first place, but why would a judge even recuse herself? Yeah, uh, good evening, Pamela. I think the basis of the issue, as Norm cited, is whether or not, right, there's an impartiality and whether that could be called into question such that it would impair your judgment to evaluate the case. And based upon what this judge did, Pamela, with respect to sentencing, of uh, January 6th defendants, she was making comments that were germane and appropriate to those particular defendants, not so much indicating that she had a bias towards Mr. Trump. So predicated upon the legal standard of that impartiality, this did not meet the mark, this being the arguments that Trump lawyers made. And I think it was an appropriate decision based upon the law and the standard which would require rec recusal that was not met here. All right, there's a lot going on in the legal realm with Donald Trump. Let's go back to the New York case. I want to bring in you, Jamie Gengel. Uh, that New York case is where we find Trump's business empire in jeopardy based on this judge's ruling yesterday. How personal is this for Trump, whose brand, as we know, is everything to him? Pamela, it couldn't get any more personal. This is exactly the kind of thing that triggers Donald Trump. You know, I was talking to Michael Cohen, uh, once Trump's longtime lawyer, and, and he told me, uh, and this was actually months ago, that to, the way to get to, as he calls him, Donald, would not be all of these criminal cases, not the 91 counts. He said, it's a civil case. When you go after Donald Trump on money, on property, on business, and this is also his image, his brand. This is the kind of thing that uh, Michael Cohen says, this hurts him where it counts, Pamela. And Norm, on that note, let's talk about where it could hurt him, uh, where it counts in the future of Trump's business and his properties. When even the judge seems unsure about the full impact of his ruling, help us understand it. Well, um, the fundamental idea here in New York law is if, if you are a business owner or a business and you persistently engage in fraud, you lose your right to do business. It's tantamount to, it's not exactly the same as, but it's close to uh, what we call the corporate death penalty. In the, that case, when you have a fraudulent business and the judge found that there were a series of Trump businesses uh, that uh, qualified this way and Trump and his family members qualified for this pattern of fraud, then um, a receiver is appointed and the businesses are dissolved. They're managed and then eventually sold. That's what's happening here. And uh, it is uh, very unusual, and that's why the judge is trying to feel his way forward. Yeah, there's, a, there's still the looming question, right? What will this mean for his most famous properties? Mar-a-Lago, Trump Tower uh, remains to be seen. But, Jamie, on the politics of all of this, you know, Trump's support has only gone up since his right. criminal indictments. Do you think the political fallout of this civil case will be the same? Look, we don't know yet, but, but as you said, all of these other 
uh, indictments, he's actually been going up in the polls. And his supporters, his base, uh, when you ask them why they continue to support him in the face of all these indictments, they, there is a phrase you hear over and over again. They're just out to get him. I think this may be, and I'm going to stress may be slightly different, because this goes to the brand. Uh, the judge used the word fraud. So does this chip away at his image so that some of those supporters are, are not so enthusiastic? 